I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter, and I'm joined this week by Donny. How are you, Donny? I'm very well, thank you. And the returning Tom after a couple weeks' hiatus. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Good, good, good. Okay, housekeeping first, guys. You may have noticed I put a tweet out a couple of days ago. The next couple of the season will be going live. Well, it's going to go live after this podcast. If you listen to this, you can... DM me directly, or you can reply to the tweet I'll put out, and I will add you to the cup. It is the Fantasy Football Scotland Royalty Rumble, quite a popular one. You're not out straight away. It's a cumulative points total weeks, and it will be started in game week 18. So this is game week 14 just passed. So you have the next few game weeks to get involved. I will obviously be shouting out everything with our podcast, and then it'll be closed doors, and the rules will be explained as you go along. Right. So we're not going to league this year because the this week even because the podcast isn't podcast. Out here. The game week isn't finished. So what we'll do is we'll go to the points so far in the game week. Tom, we'll come to you first. What is your points and rank as it stands? And how many players do you have left to play in the game week? Um, I'm currently on fifty four points. My, I've got a green arrow as it stands. Um, I'm up to two hundred eighty fifth, and I've still got Murray Brown. And Tanzer to play. And that's it. Um, points consist of uh, Clark and goals for for seven, Captain Tav for twenty, Tanzer for six, Brown for seven. Um, midfield, uh, Leslie's still in there. I think the best I'll get off the bench is a single point. O'Reilly four points, Armstrong three, Palma one. Vice captain Kyogo has two, uh, Danilo has two, and Murray currently on two. Hey, Donny, same with you. Points total, rank, and many pleasure left to play tonight. Yep, so I've got three players still to play. Um, a total so far is 51, minus four is 47. So starting off, got Hemming in goals for six, Captain Tav 20, Penrice for three, Brown for seven, Palma for one, Armstrong for three, O'Reilly for four, O'Hara three, Danilo two, uh, Kyogo vice captain to um, the best on my bench will be two as well for Bakayoko. So uh, my global score is eight four one. I was thirty fourth. So I'm currently red arrow down eighteen to fifty second. So not the best of weeks, albeit still got a few more. 
Potential okay. points. Uh, myself, 57 points, minus 4, so 53. Uh, that is Laidlaw, 6. Brown, 7. Tavernier, 10. Beck, 9. Captain Tanzer, 12. Armstrong, 3. O'Reilly, 4. O'Hara, 3. Palmer, 1. Furahashi, vice-captain, 2. Best eventual have is 2. I've got 40 play, including my captain, and it is currently a grey arrow, stayed 5th, so kind of confirm that. But... Right, so the results of the game week so far were St Mirren won Livingston nil, Ross County nil, Kilmarnock nil, Hearts won St Johnson nil, Dundee won Hibernian two, Celtic won Motherwell one, Aberdeen won Rangers one, and of course double game week fixture tonight is Ross County versus St Mirren. So Tom, take it away. Yep. So our first fixture we have Celtic one, Motherwell one. Uh, Celtic scored with a Turnbull penalty. Uh, Palmer had a penalty earlier in the game which he failed to score. Uh, for Motherwell, it was Obika that got the goal with an assist from Spittle. Uh, Turnbull was the only player on the pitch to have more than a single shot on target. He managed two, one of which was the, the penalty, so not looking great for Celtic attacking-wise. Um, they do look really turgid again. They are struggling to, to break teams down. Uh, I think it's a possibility to consider getting rid of Kyogo at this point. Um, he doesn't seem to be perma vice-captain anymore, so I might be looking elsewhere to, to vice-captain in future game weeks, but we've got a question on this coming up, so um, maybe not going into that in too much detail as it stands. Um, for Motherwell, it was a late goal. Um, I think you guys are, are more keen on them than than myself, particularly Spittle. He did get the assist, but uh, he's not really done a lot over the last five to, to six game weeks, but perhaps this could be Motherwell uh, reigniting things. Uh, Abika could be a, a cheap uh, forward option as well. Uh, this is only his, his third game week. Uh, and he's had quite a bit of injury up until now. Um, but Peter, I'll come to you first. What's your feelings about Selic and what's your thoughts on Motherwell Assets? Motherwell Assets played well defensively. Whether that's a turning point, I don't know. So as before with St. John's and Company Parkhead and doing this, then done nothing after it. So that remains to be seen. So I think I agree with you say, Tom, a bit turgid looking coming forward. I think something you tell these games after 15 minutes, it's going to be a long slog. Palmer missed a penalty, so fantasy-wise, is he, going to be, is he going to be off penalties after that? So that's what you wait and see. Kyogo got a question on later, so interested, we'll discuss about that. I am not getting carried away with Celtic. It's tripled up, but it doesn't look clever this week. But it is a time of the season where those games are coming thick and fast, and you're just going to kind of hope this is a blip and they come back next week. Uh, if it continues like this, uh, I might be coming off on treble up, going to double up. Not much to say, isn't the best performance. Didn't lose any ground in the league, get that you one in there first, so I suppose you can take it as it comes. This is it. Donny, what, what's your opinion? No, Peter's right, they, they dropped points, but they, they didn't lose any ground. They did, however, extend their lead in the penalties one table um, with two, so congratulations. Um, as an outsider... Um, Celtic should be winning these games um, and I'd rather they didn't but they should have enough and that's two games at home uh, where they've not been able to beat uh, a relatively easy side we've got to remember that Motherwell were in pretty poor form um, as before going into this one Palmer was my transfer in so of course uh, he gets the penalty and misses it so uh, that was a good one there uh, I have no doubts that both were penalties um, and the same with Rangers when we talk about that. Um, it was just unfortunate. Uh, Turnbull took a second one. 
he has missed already this season. Kyogo wasn't in the pitch at the time, so whether he'll get a try, it's uh, it's probably one of the concerning parts of the, their players that they can't convert penalties, but that's their problem, not mine. Um, you would have thought at 1-0, 86 minutes, that Celtic would have had enough to, to see the game out, but you know, thankfully, um, Motherwell did score, uh, which was good because Scales was one of the players that had traded in, so if Celtic had got the clean sheet and Palman missed the penalty, it, was, it wasn't looking good. So I don't have any concern with Celtic assets. I think if you've got Scales, Riley, Turnbull, Palmer, Kyogo, any three of those should serve you well um, over the next few game weeks. If we think that Motherwell has turned the corner, then they do have good fixtures. Dundee, Ross County, St Johnston. Um, you know, if you want to take a punt there. Personally, I don't have any. I, I don't really trust them um, at this moment in time. But at the time, it was a, a good result, uh, albeit come the Sunday night, it was as you were. So, yep. Just on the Kyogo thing, uh, Donny, if we get thought, he's he missed a penalty originally, I think maybe in the last year. And he's not been near penalty since. He's been on the pitch the majority of the time. So I don't yeah. know if he's a confident penalty taker. So I wouldn't think he's going to get him. There can't be that many players left. That, you know, Do you have, you have, have to take penalties. <laughs> um, our next fixture then, we've got Dundee 1, Hibs 2. Uh, for Dundee, it was Owen Beck that scored the goal. For Hibs, it was Lewis Miller with an assist from Newell. And Tavares uh, also scored with an assist from Venti. Lewis Miller did see red after uh, receiving a second yellow later in the game. Um, I was actually quite surprised by this scoreline. I feel like Dundee have been in decent form and Hibs um, have started to lag a little bit. Um, so I did think a result for Dundee was on the cards. Um, for myself, I, I ended up buying Shaughnessy this week. It was a bit of a 50-50 between Owen Beck and Shaughnessy. And obviously, Owen Beck goes and scores. So I went for Shaughnessy. So that's just typical for me. Um, Miller is another defender that I've considered um, however I've, I've always had other fires um, to put out or double game weeks to build towards um, the red obviously wasn't ideal um, but he's good for attacking returns uh, Aber- they do have Aberdeen and Celtic next obviously he's going to be suspended for a period of time um, but it does give us a little bit of breathing space to, to consider him as an option as well in terms of Dundee assets uh, Luke McCowan was responsible for eight out of 19 uh, of Dundee's shots. He did have some early season form and he could be coming back into a purple patch. Um, But he needs to obviously convert these chances into fantasy points. Dundee, again, a team to keep an eye on. Uh, They do have a blank game week 16, uh, followed by a game against Rangers. So again, some breathing time to, to consider Dundee assets a little bit further. Um, I'll come to you first this time, Donny. What's your thoughts? Are you going to be sticking with back, Yoko? Uh, no, it's, it's something that I'll be, be looking to move out on. So Hibs now unbeaten in five games uh, and back-to-back wins. Uh, they are starting to show some form uh, and Dundee dropped to seventh after their recent run. From a fantasy point of view, it was probably a mixed bag because you know, there wasn't really any standout names. Uh, in terms of Hibs, it's really difficult to, to pinpoint where the value lies at the moment. Uh, for Dundee, as a non-Beck owner, I was delighted to see them lose two goals. Uh, and then, same as yourself, he scored and, and ruined it all. Uh, Hibs, I've got a mixed bag of fixtures, Aberdeen, Celtic and Livy. Uh, so again, if you're going to jump on Hibs, it's difficult to, to see where you'll get your returns there. And as you touched on, Dundee uh, have a blank and then Rangers. So, like, say, your back Kyoko's, you're probably going to want to come off because you're not going to get the value on him. But 
Um, good, good win for Hibs. Probably didn't see it coming. As I say, Dundee with the form team uh, going into the game, but that's just the way it goes. Yep. Anything to add to that, Peter? Uh, the Hibs situation, I know they're in a decent bit of form, but there's not many players I think stands out that I want to bring in yet. With Dundee, yeah, I'm the same story. I think back and Yoko will be going out shortly, but Beck, I've had a well now. He's great. I'll keep him in my team. I'll just bench him that week. Just on Beck, uh, he is top of tackles made, top of interceptions made, and he's fourth in bonus points for the game week, for the game so far. So, a question on that later, but I think that's going to answer my question when it comes to it. I think he's been pretty solid this year, and yeah. even a game like that against Pete, pops up and scores a goal. So, Owen Beck, young team. <laughs> yep. <coughs> uh, up next then, we've got Hearts 1, St. Johnston 0. Um, Shanklin with the goal, with an assist from Boyce. Um, obviously, St. Johnston still in a void just now. No clear stand-up players, no form, so won't say too much about them. Uh, for Hearts, obviously, Shanklin, he's on fine form just now. Um, his last five game weeks, he's scored seven points, nine points, four points, 16 and eight. Um, if Hearts are going to score, it's going to be through him. Um, I think he's back He's back in form, obviously, feeling confident. They do have a tough run of fixtures coming up, though. Kilmarnock, which isn't too bad, but then they've got Rangers, Aberdeen and Celtic consecutively after that. So, um Maybe not one to dive into to straight away. Um, Hearts defence are still going strong. I think they've only got one clean sheet less than Celtic just now. So um, you could still invest in Hearts defence. They might decide to play compact against Rangers, Aberdeen, and Celtic. Um, so not something to be too worried about if you if you already own Hearts defenders. Um, and you could probably argue Rangers and Celtic aren't in the best of form either. So maybe even Shanklin isn't too bad. Um, for Hearts, there's probably no midfielders I'd consider. Um, nothing kind of standing out there. But I'll come to you first this time, Peter. What's your thoughts on Hearts? Yep, normally I like to have you dig at Hearts, but credit where credit's due. Shacklin looks right back on form. He's passed the ITS as well. He's getting involved. Confidence is flying. Scotland scored Scotland goals. So I think ideally, if the money wasn't a problem, probably Shacklin would in there as my first striker, but it's getting to him. They do look they've tied a wee bit at the back as well, tied there defensively. Naysmith maybe now has got an idea of his best 11 team. He's not rotating as much. I believe his Hearts fans are saying on Twitter, but I have to wait and see. Obviously, Craig Gordon's now fit and come back, so he comes back in at all 40 pieces again, but until that happens, yep, I think Hearts look hmm. okay. I know my agenda with Craig Gordon. Uh, Shackle looks great. Hearts look good at the back, decent. There's probably two or three defenders there. I like looking maybe more than Hibs per se, and I would trust probably more. But it's a week-to-week basis. We'll wait to see how it all goes. Yep, Donny, what's you? What do you reckon? Yeah, three wins in the bounce for Hearts. Shankland is is you know he's he's key. There's folk out there that have got him on vice captain. They'll be making great returns over the last few weeks. I don't have him. Just never fancied him at the start of the season, and I've maybe stayed loyal uh, to Kyogo and now Danilo. But he is probably the hot property at the moment. Uh, it's worth noting he has scored against Rangers already this season. Aberdeen not too great at the back, and you know by the time a Celtic game comes, uh, who knows? So fixture wise, I probably wouldn't put me off uh, moving to Shankland. St Johnston had been pretty reasonable um, defensively, um, but they play Celtic next, so you wouldn't um, bank on that. Although I think they did get a draw against Celtic in the reverse fixture, so I take that back. 
Um, yeah, so nothing, nothing in the St. Johnson team. Hearts, I would only look at Shankland at the moment. I think you get better value um, other way, other ways in the pitch. So, yeah, good win for them. Yep. Um, up next in, uh, Ross County nil, Kilmarnock nil. Uh, obviously, a good result for those that back county defenders in the, the double game week. Um, I'm sure Peter was on a, a county double up. Uh, for Kilmarnock, uh, only a single shot on target. Um, which came from Armstrong, unsurprisingly. Um, he's been Kilmanic standout of the of the season. Um, and in this fixture, he did manage three block shots, so he's still having a pop at goal. Uh, Ndaba's not getting starts. Uh, I've seen the clean sheet, and I thought that would be a nice six points coming off my bench, but um, he didn't actually start. Um, and Kilmanic don't have too bad a run coming up, so... Perhaps some players to consider there. For County, um, they, they've got a decent run coming up as well in terms of Livingston, Motherwell, St. Mirren and Dundee. Uh, looking at their assets, obviously James Brown, still dirt cheap at 2.4 million. And there's also Leak uh, at 2.6 million. Um, and Laidlaw, the goalkeeper as well. Uh, in terms of their attackers, I'm hoping Murray does something tonight. Uh if not, perhaps it'll be a good time to move off. I'm not too sure that the, the hype around the, the cheap strikers has cooled off a little bit. Um, back Yoko, um, fixture runs a bit tougher. Bobika could be an emerging prospect. And uh, Vassell, obviously, um, things have cooled for him as well. So, interested to hear what, what your guys' thoughts are on this one. Donny, come to you first this time. What do you reckon? Yep, so Ross County under new inverted commas management uh, as Derek Adams takes the helm for the third time. Uh, he must like it up and down well. And I guess his first protocol was to make them harder to beat um, the, the, the worst defence in the league. Um, and I think he's doing that. Um, certainly that's where the value lies, I think, in the, in the Ross County team. Talked about the keeper in recent weeks and the, the save points you get there. Um, and Brown is probably one of the, the main defenders that we've got in most of our teams. So, nice clean sheet um, and some relatively good fixtures to come. Livingston, Motherwell, St Mirren um, could put them in good stead. For Kilmarnock, okay, a clean a clean sheet, but, you know, we probably don't have Kilmarnock defenders in our teams just now. We've probably only got Armstrong. For me, he is on a shaky peg. I've, I've backed him over the course of the season, but, you know, there's only so long you can... Um, flog a dead horse. They do have uh, Hearts, Aberdeen, Celtics, and that's really tricky fixtures. So it might be time to to cash out on him um, for the next few weeks. But nil nil. Would I want another nil nil tonight? Probably not, because there's people out there who've got captaincy on Sutton defenders. So <laughs> maybe a, a wee Ross County goal and a O'Hara penalty um, would do me well. But uh, a good result it stops the rot and it gives them something to work on. Peter, anything to add there? Dory Pretty covered it quite well with Kamara. I speak Armstrong is on my kind of sugarly peg type. Now he's not producing as much as I'd like to do. Uh, there's nobody really else in the team right now. Go to Ross County. I've kept the double up for quite a while, and it's certainly not bad recently with a decent runner we're on. New manager in, defensively minded, should keep that up, hopefully. Brown's quite attacking fullback. Laid law, we mentioned week after week. He's a decent goalkeeper. He's a bonus point, saves point, even if they don't keep clean seats, he does. And I would, uh, I'll take a one each right, Donnie, as long as it's stands and it hits the <laughs> assist in and gets all my bonus points. But, uh, yeah, I think 
Ideally for me, nil nil would be great. The mics, I think it would take me up to third or fourth, but uh, these things don't always work the way it is. I think it's, if Tanzania gets four points, that it would match Tavernier. It, it was kind of I took the hit on the fixtures, try to see if it was a chance at, but uh, overall, St. Mirren and Ross County, they're probably two teams you probably would bank more value in because we've mentioned teams so far, we've not really <coughs> had any sort of conviction of we're getting back them up with players and when you get a new manager about sometimes and St. John's another one I've got my own slightly if Levine comes in with the exact same kind of mindset and tightens them up there could be value there in defence but again it's Scottish football so week to week to see what teams can have a bit of form mm-hmm. um, Our next fixture then we've got St. Mirren 1 uh, Livingston 0 um, for St. Mirren it was an actual, actually an own goal it was Sean Kelly that scored Um both teams only managed a single shot on target, so the clean sheet was probably uh, safe there. It was a shame that, that Strain was out. I, I had the, the double down, so um, but I did still get the clean sheet for Tanza. Um, St. Mirren do seem a little bit off the boil just now. Um, Ayunga is back, though. Um, a midfielder playing out of position as a striker, uh, so something to keep an eye on there. Um, he's yet to produce any hauls, but one to monitor. Um, O'Hara does continue to blank. Uh, not too confident in him. Kilty could be a consideration. Um, but overall, probably not um, flocking towards St. Mirren attackers, but I, I do still uh, rate the defence. Um, in terms of Livingston, Sean Kelly, obviously scoring the wrong kind of goal. He's probably the only uh, option I'd have at St. Mirren. It's purely down to his price and the fact that he's on penalties um, makes it ideal for the bench trick and saving that that, that valuable um, uh, balance to, to go towards the, the start and 11 for me. Um, but I'll come to you first, Peter. You're obviously confident on St. Mirren with your captaincy choices. Yeah, it was just the fixtures, just the fixture head. The players would play FPL. He's two fixtures, two favourable fixtures. I went, well, he's got a chance. He's a thick winger. Clean sheet took a hit for him, so he's paid that back the first fixture. We'll see what happens tonight. Livingston, is to me, is a complete avoid. I noticed the supercomputer had him now favourites to go down and AI done the same thing so I think Lundgren's on free fall. Kelly's a cheap asset but he's another one on my hit list. I think there's any other players you can maybe go to bring in and more chance of returns. Uh, Mar- well, strains out. He's out for a while actually so that's someone I want to a few lot of people had bench him this week maybe to move off next week. Donny's on a keeper. He's another good option. He's pretty similar to Laidlaw for his turns and Kelty, I saw a few captain Kelty's in top 10, top 20. People playing the fixtures as well, so that's interesting. I think he gets six points the first game, so he's still to play. He's quite attacking. Apart from that, not much to add. No, it's the same names bench every week. Yep. Donnie, anything to include there? No, not really. As Peter said, Strain has a strain, so he will be out for a few weeks. So if you didn't already sell him, then I would advise that you do so. I'd already taken a minus four, didn't really want to take a minus eight, so I'll ship him out this week. Um, I'm in the Kelly camp. I mean, obviously, championed him um, back at the start when he came into the team. I think for his price, um, he's just a hold. What you also need to consider is they've got a double game week in 18, so if you've got him there, you're probably better just keeping him around for that and then see where you're after. Um 
Yeah, St Mirren, they, they play tonight and then they play Rangers. So, you know, to get a win tonight and then lose at the weekend, I'd be, I'd be happy with that. But um, it was disappointing that Kelly got the OG. He couldn't do much about it and they didn't really have a chance at the other end. So, uh, fair play to St Mirren. They're continuing their good run of form. Yep. Um, final fixture of the weekend then. Um, Aberdeen 1, Rangers 1. Uh, for Aberdeen, it was Miofsky with the goal with an assist from Sockler. For Rangers, it was a Tavernier penalty um, in the dying minutes of the game, which was won by Goldson. Uh, Stats-wise in this game, Tom Lawrence was the standout for me. Uh, he had four shots on target, hit the woodwork, and uh, he's reasonably priced for um, a Celtic Rangers def- uh, midfielder at uh, 4.9 million. Could be one to consider going forward. But Logan also hit the woodwork in this game, so perhaps Rangers were unlucky not to come away with the, all three points. Um, Danilo, uh, the preferred Rangers striker, um, two shots on target, uh, but nothing to show for it. Aberdeen do seem to be a bit of a bogey team for Rangers, um, and you probably would expect Rangers to come back fighting um, at their next fixture for, for St Mirren at home. So for me, Danilo's probably a hold for that. Uh, they do have a European game midweek as well, as do Celtic tonight. Um, so it gives us an opportunity just to keep an eye on both teams and see if we can sort of pick out any form players from that. For Aberdeen, they have been off the boil a little bit. Um, they can't make second in their, their European group, so perhaps they'll now take less focus um, in Europe and sort of uh, set their sights on getting results in the league. So Aberdeen's a team that I'll be on my radar going forward. Um, possible Aberdeen assets are, are Devlin, uh, just because he's cheap. Uh, and Aberdeen do have a nice run of fixtures. They don't face Celtic or Rangers until game week 24 now. So um, if they can start to find some form, uh, I'll be looking to, to shift funds into Aberdeen. What's, what's your thoughts on that one, uh, Peter? Yeah, I'm just getting mentioned Aberdeen fixture in there. I'm not impressed <coughs> with them, really. Uh, there's no players I can meet stands out ideally, but with that fixture run, I think you've got to hedge your bets again. And maybe defensively, like you said, Devlin's one I've got wrote down here for. As much as I've got the double up North County, I don't want to be on the bottom of the week, so I'd like to hedge my bets and spread my defence about, and that's a cheap alternative. Uh, Rangers, I thought that's the worst I've played that I've seen under Clement anyway, Donnie. I don't know if you agree with it gets you. Uh, I don't know if it's because of the slow, full, the slow centre-backs, the full-backs to kind of stay back to cover more. That's what I was alluding to online. Uh, it's just one of the games Aberdeen do raise their games for Rangers I know it always takes a thing but I think they do <laughs> it's imagine the Derby don't go in their head so they raise their game Rangers were pretty poor Tavern at the rescue again I mentioned Catmull a few weeks ago but he keeps on playing Catmull out wide is that right he's yeah. not playing that 10 role which is I feel is not using them to his best ability so it like affects the fantasy aspect of it so I've cooled off on that aspect uh, again as I mentioned last week I think yourself and Walking on I'm not keen on second or third asset until the European football's out of the way, and then I can really dive in. But right now, there's nothing that interests me. And I dodged the bullet, spoke because nothing, nobody really banged at the weekend apart from Tav, which is the one I have. So I'm happy to roll with that in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. Done it. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I know you're not a fan of Aberdeen, but what's your thoughts? <laughs> no, no. What makes you say that? Well, Aberdeen have taken four points out of six off the Rangers this season and if it wasn't for those four points to be bottom of the league so you're welcome Aberdeen um, I, I guess if you if you can't win don't lose um, and Rangers managed that so it wasn't a great Sunday afternoon for me uh, I was out mm. checking my phone every 30 seconds because um, I was hoping that they would come back but I don't know if you're going to look on the bright side that's the second time under Clement that we've got something from a game that's you know, late on, I don't think we would have uh, under previous management. So I guess you've got to look positive on that. Uh, the 2018 Rangers defence were easily done by a, a route one ball. That was not a surprise at all. Um, and that obviously gave Aberdeen the confidence. But, you know, Rangers, you know, give them their dues. They, they tried as best they could, hit the bar twice um, and just couldn't get the breakthrough. But thankfully, the Aberdeen defender was so keen to swap shirts with Connor Goldson that he decided to grab it for himself in the injury time. The ref tried not to give it, however, VAR intervened. So it was a penalty, um, as much as Barry Robson uh, tries to play it down. Uh, and thankfully, uh, Tavernier put it away. So it's advantage, Captain Tav, at the moment. Um, obviously, St. Millen, I've got a chance tonight uh, for yourself, Peter, but... Um, a nice 20 points um, was good because uh, it certainly didn't feel like that. Aberdeen, as you say, they do have a good run. Miofsky is probably the only one I would put my faith in. I don't trust the defence at this moment in time. Um, but again, he's up against like the Shankland, who's otherwise scoring them. So I will hold off in Aberdeen. Rangers, they've got a slightly better run with St Mirren, Hearts and Dundee. And like you say, it's quite unusual not to have three Rangers players at this stage in the season. But, you know, unless you've got um, luck on your side, I think Tav is, is the only permanent hold at the moment. I've got the Danilo, but, you know, I'm a Rangers fan. I'm going to back my striker. Um, 
so yeah, I think um, I think the third one is is out at the moment. Um, but yeah, roller coaster weekend. No change at top. Could have been better. Could have been worse. But you know, there you go. That's Scottish football. This is it. Um, I've done a top ten so far. Um, I thought I might give a sort of more balanced view of the the game week since the doublers haven't yet doubled. Um, I'll just run through that. So number one is Tavares, um, the Hibs midfielder, got 10 points. Kelly got 10 points, the Motherwell goalkeeper. Miofsky, uh, 10 points. Tav, 10 points. Lewis Miller got nine points despite the red. Leek, nine points. Owen Beck, nine points. Finlay, uh, eight points. Cochran, eight points. And Shankland with eight points as well, which gives us one goalkeeper, which is unusual. Six defenders, one midfielder, and two forwards. Obviously, the game week isn't complete, but any thoughts on that, Peter? A couple of unusual names. I'm only two there at the top ten. So I'm assuming a lot of people have got a template-type team and not many of the players, so that's why the average has been so low. And Donnie? Yeah, I've, I've missed out on most of that. Uh, what I will say is I was going to do a differential on the guy Tavares at Hibs. So if he scores at the weekend, you can thank me for that one. But um, I'm going to look at fixture instead. But no... Red Arrow, none of those top 10 apart from Tav, so that's the reason why it just didn't work out this game week. Yep. Okay. Where does Tavares a midfielder in the game? Yeah, yeah. He's just seemed to hit a good bit of form. Um, but yeah, he's a midfielder. Um, had some couple of good returns in the last few weeks, so probably just want to watch. He jumped that's on the watch. He, yeah, he caught my eye. Caught my eye. Sometimes that's what all it takes in the middle of a season, I think. Catch him at the right time. There you go, but uh, not to be. Right, Donnie, you mentioned it already. Donnie's died, so take it away. Fixture. Yes, yeah, so there'll be a lot of talk on fixtures over the next few game weeks because we've got blanks and doubles um, coming up. So I think it's important that we, we spend time on that so you can look at your transfers and work your way around it. Um, December is probably the hardest month to navigate in the game. Um, as I say, blanks, doubles, weather can intervene. Um, so you've really got to sort of be in the ball there's midweek fixtures um, so we're just going to look at the two game weeks uh, coming up and then next time I'll look at the, the next two game weeks after that what it is worth noting is there's a massive double game week at the end of January that's prime for chips um, so these next few weeks that I'm going to talk about you probably should manage through transfers and just target this one at the, the end of January. That's going to be a, a belter, that one. So look at the next two weeks in isolation. We've got Aberdeen have a run of Hibs and Kilmarnock, Celtic play St Johnston and Hibs. Dundee only play Motherwell, so that's um, one to talk about. Hearts have got Kilmarnock Rangers, Hibs have got Aberdeen Celtic, Kilmarnock Hearts Aberdeen, Livingston just the Ross County, so again, they blank. Uh, Motherwell, Dundee, Ross County, Rangers, St Mirren, Hearts, Ross County, Livingston, Motherwell, St Johnston, Celtic, St Mirren, and St Mirren, Rangers, St Johnston. So Dundee blank in game week 16, and then they play Rangers in game week 17. So outside of Beck, if you've got anyone else, I would ship out because that's a blank followed by Rangers, which is effectively another blank. I don't think you're going to get points there. Um, so if you've got Beck, Hold them. If you want Beck, probably just wait until after the blank or after the Rangers game, sorry, um, and, and see where you are after that. No, my luck, you'll probably score um, in all of those games. Livingston, 
do blank. However, they double in 18. So again, if you've got any Livingston players, you might just want to hold them, use the bench um, and sort of navigate your way around there. I know they're out of form, um, which would probably be a concern. But as we said, Kelly, he's about 2.7 million now, maybe 2.8. Um, it's still so cheap that if he gets a penalty, you know, you'll get your points there. So I think that would be one to, to hold as far as I was concerned. Uh, the best of the rest, I think we touched on it as we were talking there. Celtic Rangers, Aberdeen still all have European matches. Uh, whilst Aberdeen are um, you know, nothing to play for, you know, they will want as much points as possible for, for uh, the monetary value. Um, worth noting that you won't get Celtic or Rangers team news over these next two game weeks. So again, it's going to be a bit of a punt that you know some of these players could get rotated, but probably more Celtic. Um, than Rangers, but um, just be mindful of that. You might not get full value. Uh, Hearts, they've got a big bag, Kilmarnock and Rangers. As I say, it's hard to pinpoint out outside of Shankland um, where the value is there. And Hibs, um, as we say, unbeaten in five, Aberdeen and Celtic. So that's tough fixtures as well. So I think we're at a point in the season where you know less is more. You know, I think you might just be best saving up your transfers, targeting the, the doubles. There's nobody out there that I can see, oh, I must have him in my team. I mean, okay, Beck at a push, but um, I can work around that. I think your likes of O'Hara, Armstrong, Spittle, Kelly in the middle should be enough uh, to see you through. Um, Kyogo, Danilo, Shankland, you know, it's a combination of those that you're probably going to work with. I think that should be enough. You've got maybe Miofsky and Venti on, on the sidelines. At the back, I think Tav is enough when it comes to the Rangers' defence. I know there's a few you know, try to put two in there, but I think one's maybe enough. I would stay clear of Celtic just because you get better value in the middle. Um and then you can have budget defenders like Sabek, Brown, Mayo that'll pick up uh returns that way. So I say I'll be back again to do the double game week, but until then are you guys looking to make any significant changes over the next couple of weeks? Peter? Not really. There's nobody like you said. There's nobody be standing out like sore thumb and like, put their hand up and saying pick me and we're all selling just form. Yeah. Not all right. They might be winning most games, but nobody's really crying out and go. I must have his asset. Palmer was at one point. We've got him in the elves that week. Ham. So I'm just taking it week to week. I'm going to try to keep one transfer constantly rolled for these game weeks, like you mentioned, so that I yeah. Can attack the doubles and get the blanks and avoid it best I can, and hopefully somebody catches fire between now and then that you can. Jump on it. Well, you mentioned what Tavares just because you, that was just something you mentioned quite recently there that if his form continues, then we mentioned Armstrong on the podcast who's not really been yeah. on fire and it's quite an easy sidestep move and hopefully that moves. Apart from that, no, nah, I mean, we'll get questions on players later that we'll cover more proper detail. But it's a weird one this time of season and we mentioned fields and strikers at the start of the season were excited, couldn't fit them all in and it all went quite quiet. Yeah, I think whenever Rangers or Celtic get a, an off result, it kind of throws the game. And of course, we had them both um, dropping points this weekend. So you, you're not really seeing the big jump out points. Tom, you're pretty shrewd with your transfers week in, week out. If you've got any big plans, you've got, no doubt you've got two in the bank. Uh, no, no, I've just got the one. Yeah. Um, no, no, nothing big. Um, I'll probably just... Keep ticking along and then start doing one week, uh, one week punts up towards yeah. the end of January, and then probably look towards the dead end of the team 
then maybe even do consecutive wild cards in and out of the double. See how see how things go. If there's um fixtures cancelled throughout sort of December, January. That's usually when most of the fixtures are yeah, cancelled. Yeah, definitely get a backlog. Could reassess and see if there's going to be any more doubles that might be more favourable. But um, for the time being, that's probably what my sort of provisional plan would be. Yeah. Spoiler alert, the game week, the double game week in game week 18 isn't a great one either, but I'll talk about it nonetheless. The one in January is fantastic and uh, uh, all chips will be getting played there, I imagine, because uh, there's quite a few teams uh, have doubles there. So just be mindful, as I say, there's a blank coming up for Dundee and Livingston. Dundee then play Rangers, so that's probably your main one. Livingston have a double uh, a, a few weeks after so that's really the main things to look out for um, as far as fixtures go okay yep. see the double game week in January what's the date Donny? Well, I think it's the 27th for the second fixture tracker yeah it's 27th yeah 27th game week 23 just one two, two points there would be that the window's open to that point and I imagine Celtic Rangers will both try to strengthen their team Newlander yeah. or Rangers try to reject the squad for Celtic so more players to kind of play on and Kyogo could possibly still be away at the Asian Cup, so yeah. Celtic will have no strikers for the Kyogo options, but that's how we kind of approach through the time. That's just something to the back of my mind, and we'll get a Google question later, so. Right, on two questions then this week. So, first up is Ralph Liger. What's wrong with Celtic, he says? I think we've covered this quite a lot now. Don, you asked us in the, pod, uh, in the text as well. It just seems a bit off. I don't know your thoughts is Tom Bowles. Quickly summarise what I think it is. I think Brendan Rodgers has a plan. He wants to play a style of football. And the players at his disposal can't play a style of football he wants right now. See, when you look at the games, like in isolation, the mistakes getting made and the the kind of plays getting dropped off is with the players who you believe I think are the poorest players of the team. So I think he's just kind of juggling square pegs around holes until January. And I'd like to think he would maybe try to put identity on the team. I think that's what's wrong with it. That's just me. I think he's got good players on the team, but he's got a lot of average players on the team, and I think we can't do what he's asking to do. And I think it's shown on the pitch. What's your thoughts on that, Tom? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Brennan Rogers is the problem. <laughs> not what I said, but okay. He wants, to, he wants to play a certain type of football, and it's just not happening. He's obsessed with keeping possession, and teams just sit back and say, like pass along the back line. Yeah, it's, I've uh, been there. <laughs> it's, inf- it's infuriating at, at times, and uh, uh, I just want Ange back. That's, that's really what and a bag of cans. I think. And a bag of cans. <laughs> he's not doing that great just <laughs> now either. No, he's just born a throat. Man City next. That's that was oh, it's season that game was off off the point. See when I saw the game, they lost their full back line and suspension. Yeah. Like, as it was going to go home with Roost, this is going to be hard to compete in that league. Yeah. Anyway, back to the grade. You any add to that? Don't know. You're not a Celtic fan, does he? No, I mean it's it's good that they 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 are dropping points. If only Rangers can capitalise. But no, I've been there. That style of play, you just come up against the low block, and if you can't break it down, you know you can play all day and never score. Um, so it's not a surprise they have dropped points to, uh, like some Motherwell, like some St Johnston, that they're never going to cause you trouble at the back, but just make it so dogged. So it's a tricky one. Yeah, to weeks, weeks continue on. Right, next question is from John Cameron at Cami37. Is it time to move off the captain template, Captain Tav, Kugel, Vice Captain? I'll answer the first part of that question quickly. Tavenier, no. Stick to Tavenier, Captain. We showed that the weekend again. 
Halo Vice Captain, hmm, on this form, potentially, but it's where you move to. So what's your thoughts on that, Donny? Captain Cav still, Kyogo? Yeah, I mean, Tav's the top point scorer in the game, so moving off of him is crazy. Kyogo, despite his quiet spell, is the third top scorer in the game, so again, it'd be a bit naive to come off of him. Uh, for completeness, Matt O'Reilly's the second top scorer in the game, Beck and Shankland are fourth and fifth, so it gets risky if you start to look elsewhere, um, but I'm not going to move off anytime soon. I feel like I say it every week, but Kyogo can brace quite quickly. Um, and, and Tav, despite the clean sheets, has always got a penalty in them. So, uh, no change for me. I think people forget last year with Kugel under Andrew that sometimes he didn't kick the ball very often. He had maybe four touches, yeah. scored two goals. He's just one of the players. So, anyway, he will explode at some point. And if you don't vice captain, you'll probably do the day. Tom, are you sticking with the tried and tested Captain Tav and vice captain Kugel? Uh, I think stick with Captain Tav for vice captain Kyogo. I think you'd be brave coming off this week because they're playing against mm-hmm. St. Johnson. But I think after that, if he was to blank, I'd, I'd probably be playing it um, on a week to week basis, my vice captain. I don't know if he'll come off Kyogo yet. I mean, freeing up some funds would be quite nice. Um, I think it could be possible. Going forward, particularly once Hearts come out the other end of that tough fixture run, yeah. um, Hearts do have quite a nice double as well in game week 23, both home fixtures against Dundee and Aberdeen. So Shanklin would be nice if you don't have your wild cards and you, you might be wanting to um, make the move in preparation for that. Uh, I don't think that's a bad idea. But for the time being, it's still early days. We're still at the start of December. I'll be sticking with them probably for this game week and then, as I said, Case by case, we uh, but case by case. After that, the second part of the question was asking. I'm sure, I think it means Kyogo on penalties, and if not, should he be on penalties? But I think we answered that earlier on. He took a penalty before, didn't didn't score it. He's won a pitch most time penalties have been given, and he's not taking yeah. it. So I don't think he's going to be the penalty taker. I think it would be Turnbull or Hatati or Palmer who was on the pitch. If that can help, I don't think. Was a penalty taker, so I would just keep that in mind. I'd, and watch this, we'll get a penalty now and we'll take it. But I, I just don't see him being a penalty taker. Never looks confident, never looks like he wants the ball when a penalty's given either. So I don't think that's the same thing. Right, next up is from FPL Bacon. Is Palmer still essential? Was planning to give you 15, but now a little nervous after this past weekend. Thanks. So I'll start this one. I don't even see he's essential. I just think he's probably the most explosive midfielder at this kind of form. He said one penalty missed it. Is Donny said the saws off him. Donny takes a hit and brings him in. I've been to see if he's still on penalties. That's the one I want to say. But I still think when you see him play, he's taking shots from here and everywhere. I think there's a hole in him here and everywhere. He's as close as you're going to get to probably the Jota this season for Celtic as a, as a winger. So without seeing his essential, he's probably the midfield dad in. Thoughts on that, Tom? Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. You're not going to go with Yang, so... Um... There's not really anyone doing it at Rangers just now, so O'Reilly and him's probably the, the, the two to have. Um, but again, keep an eye on form. His head might go down. A lot of his shots are from from distance, so probably the, the best we've got just now in terms of our options. Sound depressed. Uh, uh, <laughs> you you brought him in, so I'm assuming you broke him in not for one week only. You you see this? Yeah, enough, so. I, I think one bad week isn't enough to to bin him, especially the the fixtures they've got um, in December. I mean, the problem was we sat back and we watched him get 
some good holes and then we thought right we need to bring him in and the week that we bring him in he he misses a pen but that's that can happen that's football as you say he could get put back on penalties at the rate that Celtic missed so um, it's a hold for me I think as a creative player uh, if he's not going to score he can certainly get assists um, and for that reason um, I think it's a good matchup I think th- that's the only value there is in that midfield is him and O'Reilly so why not just pair them up and see what you get from it Okay, next up is from FPL Shoreham. Should we keep faith with Danilo and his Beck now essential? So I'll let the real question to you, Donnie, but the Beck question first, I already answered. Top of the tackles, top interceptions, fourth in bonus points this season. Maybe the price might put you off now because he's over three million, Dundee defender. But if you're on him at cheaper end, when I had him at 2.5, I think he's a no-brainer to keep the team. But I'd like to hear your ideas because obviously now that's 0.5 million more. And as Donny said, he's got a fixture, a blank, no, a blank then Rangers. So, yeah. Danilo thoughts, Donny and Beck? I think Danilo is, is personal choice. Again, before the international break, he went on a good run. We took him in, he was benched, and then did nothing against Aberdeen. So, it's personal choice. I'm a Rangers fan. I'm going to back him. Uh, he's the main forward in the team. Um, and okay, it didn't pay off against Aberdeen, but that's a tough fixture. Got some good fixtures coming up. The alternatives would be Shankland and Miofsky, um in that price range. So Shankland on form would be a sensible choice. I think if you've got him, hold him. Um, it's like all the other players we're talking about. He he can return. I wouldn't go to him um, at this moment in time. I would probably go to a Shankland and, and maybe just risk it there. Uh, Beck, I don't have Beck. If I could, I would. But the fixtures in the blank... Um, I will just avoid it and hope that he doesn't get anything, which is what I did at the weekend. They lost two goals and then lo and behold, he scored. So um, it's just a nasty weekend for for stuff like that. But I'm Danilo Camp, but that's because I'm a Rangers fan. So maybe not the best um, in terms of giving you advice on that one. Tom, Danilo and Beck. Um, probably stick with Danilo for now. Um Rangers in the next four have got St Mirren at home, Dundee at home and St Johnston at home. So you'd imagine there'll be goals in those fixtures despite Dundee having decent defensive form. They're still keeping pace with Hearts just now, I'm sure. Um, so there's not really many other strikers which you would move to either. Obviously, Shanklin is the, the form striker just now. Um, but they do have a really tough run of fixtures coming up. If you could maybe argue if Miofsky starts to show some form, then perhaps um, he could be a consideration but there's not really any other strikers which you'd be desperate to have anyway so for me he's probably a stick um, in terms of going back I think most likely but after game week six, 17 after the blank and Rangers then I think um, looking to have him there obviously I went Shaughnessy thinking more Beck's assists and Shaughnessy seems to get the goals but obviously proved me wrong this week with Beck getting a goal so perhaps something I'll have to reassess but um, yeah keep an eye on things for now and then see reassess after 17 for me okay and the last question is from Neil Stars 4 so his first question any strategy with upcoming blanks and doubles team with don't blank so Donnie's kind of covered that already and I'm sure Donnie will be covering that as the game's approach so don't you go over yeah. that again and is it time for Kyogre to go those funds could be useful thanks so we've all kind of said no Donnie's going to hold Kyogo. Tom's, you're holding Kyogo, Tom? Hope for the time being, yes. But... And as I said, 
five minutes earlier. He's going to the Asian Cup, so there will be a point you'll have to bend Cooley. I don't think you're going to bench him for three game weeks, so that's something we can get to come January when he's away, and then it, hopefully there's assets that have came to the fore at this point that we can jump to, or a Celtic striker replacement, but no Peter Lowell, will just say it's three weeks, so you can just go where you've got, stick Turnbull up there. But we will see. Right, that's the questions complete. So we'll go on to fixtures for coming game week. Once this app loads up. Right, so we have six fixtures, and as Donny mentioned, Celtic Rangers play Sundays. We'll get their team news. So on Saturday, we have Motherwell versus Dundee, Livingston versus Ross County, Kilmarnock, and Hearts. So you'll get six teams early news. And on the Sunday, we have St. Johnson Celtic, Rangers St. Mern, and Hibs and Aberdeen. So upon hearing those fixtures, Tom, what is your captain, vice captain, and transfer plans for the coming game week? Yeah, captain Tav, vice captain Kyogo. I'm not too sure what I'll do with my transfer this week. I'll have to see how Rangers, Celtic, and Aberdeen get on in Europe. But I think if there's no injury, um, and I'm not forced to make a transfer. I might just hold for this game week and leave it in the bank. Nothing, no, no players really catching my eye just now. Same question to you, Donnie. Uh, so, captain, vice-captain, Taf Kyogo, I don't see any reason to change that. I'll be making one change in defence because I have strain, uh, so that needs to come out. Just as Tom was speaking, I was just thinking who to go for, and I thought, I could actually go Rangers. But uh, <laughs> after saying that I shouldn't, I should maybe just listen to my own advice. So, uh, I'll see if everyone out on Saturday, but I need a defender from somewhere, um, and Rangers probably offer best value because Strain's 3.2 or something there's good enough value that I could probably get a Rangers defender um, at that price so I'll see where I'm at but I'll need a defensive change I'm the same Captain Tavernier Vice Captain Furuhashi the plan right now is to roll but I have my team Kelly Beedith and Bakayoko so they're the kind of three players I could potentially we'll have to wait and see how the window the engine news is I'll just bench Tanza and O'Hara this week because they'll come back in next week because Merlin's got uh, I think they want game week 16 let me see and Johnson away so there's no point in point name when they're away when they're off team so that's how it, sta- as it, as it, as it stands but again that can all change right guys that is us finished so Tom get your plugs in yep I am at FFS underscore scout on Twitter or X Donny I am at FFS underscore Donny and I'm at Fanny's Half. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about the next game week. So, say goodbye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.